the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, more fighting and a little bit of character development, as you can't have nothing but fighting, can you? So this comes to an interesting discussion that I have had on this show before, is that one of the big issues with Pathfinder, as opposed to, say, Dungeons & Dragons or other role-playing games, is that Pathfinder has a lot of combat in it. A lot of the rules are dedicated to combat, combat situations, spells, tactics, and so forth. And it's my experience after playing this game extensively that most people who play and like Pathfinder do like combat and they play it for the combat reason yes they do play for the role-playing reason but if you want to play true role-playing you usually don't play pathfinder you would play dungeons and dragons or some other game because pathfinder has a very heavy strategic element to it as opposed to say dungeons and dragons where it has a lot of role-playing and the strategic element i will not say it's non-existent but it's not nearly as deep as any edition of Pathfinder. Now I'm talking about a specifically Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, which to me, I felt was an extremely neutered version of the D&D that I grew up and loved, which was tactics heavy, which is why if you ever go to a convention, you'll see a lot of the people who are playing Pathfinder are much older and grew up with Dungeons & Dragons and like that strategic element. Which leads me to my question is, does this make for a good podcast? And I am going to ask you if you can answer this on the Discord channel. I'd love to hear you because one of the reasons now I remembered as I was editing this episode why I try not to do combat heavy episodes is that it can lead to maybe a very boring podcast. Now, I don't think our combats are boring. We go through great lengths to explain what we're doing, to put jokes in, to give detail, sound effects. I try to make it as narrative as possible so that these are more narrative battles than just, oh, I go in, I roll, and I'm done. That I find is boring, and I find that even boring if I'm watching other actual plays. But as a podcast, do you feel like this is too much combat? Because this tale has a lot of combat in it. Like... There's just tons and tons and tons of combat. Luckily, it's not all combat. There's going to be a heavy role-playing element coming up very soon. But should I instead center around role-playing stories and not try to do as much combat as possible? So that is my question to you as the listener. Do you like a mixture of uh, role-playing and combat? Which I'm sure everyone's going to say, yes, yes, I like that. Do you mind if it's a combat-heavy episode? Do you feel that that is too much for you to listen to and that's too much combat and you get bored or do you feel like we already do too much combat and you'd rather us concentrate on role-playing and character development i really would like to hear your honest opinion 
on that because I'm hearing, I hear all three. I hear all three, but I also think the people are saying, oh, I just wanted to listen to role-playing. I don't know why you have all this combat and why you're talking about rules. And, well, that's kind of the whole deal with this podcast. We talk about rules. We're an official Paizo partner, and one of the main things we do is we try to go over the rules so that if you are running your game, that you get it correct. That's a big reason why I know a lot of people listen to this podcast. We do a lot of fighting because that is a big part of Pathfinder, but of course we try to do a lot of role-playing, and we try to do that both through story and through fighting. So please give me your opinion. Something else I want to mention is that when it comes to loot, and there's two ways to do it. It's fascinating because this group, I always have them go through each and every square because I played with these guys for 20 plus years and what they'll do is they say, I search the room and then I'll say, okay, you open up a drawer and a trap grows off. And they'll be like, well, no, I wasn't searching the drawer. I was searching the rooms so the trap doesn't go off so that doesn't count. Then I'm now playing with another group. That's the Vanessa group, the Three Ring Adventure group. They're like, look, I don't want to go through every single little piece of detail. I just say I searched a room. I assume you're going to be rolling and that's it. And if I find a trap, so be it. And if it goes off in my face, so be it. And I learned something very important recently is that there's two different ways to search rooms. I have been playing with these guys where they like to take their time and search each item separately. They like to search the desk. They like to search the bed. They like to search the bookcases. They like to search the carpet, the floors, the walls, the ceiling, and so forth. They do it one at a time. That is how these guys roll. But when I tried to do that with the Three Ring Adventure Gang, they vetoed that quickly. They felt that was way too slow, not necessary. And if they said, I searched the room, they just want me to say, fine, you spend 20 minutes, you search the room, you find X, Y, and Z. So curious to see how you do it, but do keep that in mind that you should do it the way that your PCs intend. And I didn't even realize there was really two ways of doing it because I've been doing it one way for so long. And finally, my last little note is, is that I love having the PCs decide who gets a hero point after each encounter. That I'm going to bring to all my games. I know you're supposed to do it, but if you listen, not only are they not being greedy, but they're really going through and helping out each other and saying who did what and recapping the battles and saying who did something heroic. And I think not only is it fun giving someone a reward at the end of a battle in the form of a hero point, which is really cheap, you are also giving them the opportunity to tell what people did either good or bad, you know, bad in a joking way. You don't want them to get nasty and people get upset, but at least, like, you know, the PCs complement each other on what they did throughout the fight. So I really love this. I haven't really done this before because obviously Pathfinder didn't have hero points. I'm going to start expanding this to all my games where after every major encounter, whenever a hero point gets distributed, I have the PCs decide that I don't do it, they do it. Oh, and then super finally, super finally at the very end, one thing I'm going to note is that they go through a lot of effort to do a skill that seems totally ridiculous that I probably should have just hand-waved. But this comes back to PCs and letting them use their abilities and their equipment. And I always want to make sure I let them use their equipment and their abilities. And if they do something weird, like put ranks in the climb or ranks into underwater combat, I'm going to make sure I let them use that because it feels like they've been rewarded. I don't like to hand wave that. If they do something really simple, most times when people are like, oh, just hand wave it, they just do it. Like, why are you spending 10 minutes to let people do rolls and do it? I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? I know these guys, they took time and effort and put points into it and they got the right tools. Let them use it. 
It takes 10 minutes, they feel good, they can knock it off their bucket list, and then I never have to worry about it again. So a lot so a lot of tips this week, a lot of GM and PC tips. I felt like I had a lot in this episode, but you'll hear all of these come up throughout this episode, which is obviously a very long episode, and a lot will happen. So hopefully you all enjoy it. Oh, and one final thing. Uh, I actually did the trap wrong. I did the runes wrong. I had it when they stepped on the rune that it went off. And it was a mental block, but it actually was supposed to go off when they stepped above the rune. So if they stepped on the tile above the rune, which would have made it harder for the traps to go off. I'm not spoiling anything. You know traps are going off in this room. Uh, that's when it was supposed to happen. But I kind of hand-waved it and felt it didn't matter because I was going to have, like... Bad guys just set off traps left and right, so it doesn't matter if they stepped on it correctly or not. I'm just like, eh, whatever. They do it, they do it, they don't, they don't. But, uh, yeah, so those of you, anyone who's running this, do note I do make a mistake as to how the traps go off in this room. Sorry about that. Anyhow, that was a super long intro. Let's just do the real quick show notes. Do check out the Patreon, 10 bucks, and you get to listen to these early. You also get to hear us and see us and talk to us during the show every week. Do check out Discord channel. Go to discord.rollforcombat.com. We've been starting a new game almost one a day after PaizoCon. People are going crazy. And then if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. So with that, let's get to this week's episode. All right, this is what happens. You see in front of you a room 20 by 30. On the floor, you see strange eldritch runes. Red, blue, and yellow. They are emitting a strange glow. Past this room, the hallway continues to the north and then to the west. What do you do? Religious uh, knowledge check for the runes. John Stats is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. Trained, of course. I'm, I'm a thief. The religious knowledge check. You have no idea. These runes have nothing to do with religion whatsoever. All right, I tell mm. everybody that. Huh. Next up. Perhaps they have to do with the occult. I'm going to take a look. Seth Lipton is playing Nix Knox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. Uh, I'm going to take a look at my occult lore. Cultism. Well, you're not completely sure. They obviously are magical illumination runes. Oh, what if they're they... arcane, I'll, uh, I got that too. Uh, I, I rolled both. Your arcana is way lower than your occultism. You, um, you're not exactly sure what they are. They could be anything. Wait, my arcana probably... and my occultism are exactly identical. It's what I rolled. Oh, okay. I mean, just to complete the match set, I'll try nature, but... Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. I'm skeptical about that. I have a macro that rolls every skill simultaneously for you. That way I don't have to do it a hundred times. Okay, occultism. And, uh, arcana. Okay, Nella is convinced. She knows what these runes are. She is completely convinced that this at one point was used as a sort of almost like a scanner to make sure that the people were entering were like 
I don't know, not carrying like magic weapons or armor with them. That's sort of like the first part of the room, like the downstairs was like the entrance way. But then to go into the latter parts of this tower, you had to go through this room and it would do like a magical metal detector. And that is what this is. Whether or not it still works and what that causes, you don't know. Uh, who, who knows? Do, do we have to take off our shoes? A, a magical metal detector that might <laughs> prevent you from doing fun things. Do we have to leave our water flask behind? Wow. It looks like a trap. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. Fascinating. I am fascinated. However, as you are clunking around, everyone's studying the runes, you see movement up from the north. No! Roll for combat! And Mr. Peepers goes first with a 23. He rolls a 16 on the initiative. You saw movement way up north. You're not exactly sure what it was, but you don't seem to have a clear shot or anything up there. What do you do? I take a shot anyway with my new sling. Uh, a shot in the dark. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it is okay. literally a shot in the dark. It is going okay. to be fishing for 20s. Uh, and, hey, I'll get their attention, and maybe they'll run through. That is my plan, unless somebody says otherwise. Okay, so that's what I do. Okay. Um, press the button. Huh? Press the button. Click your character. Press the sling. 19. Not bad at all. You're making me look that's stuff plus up. plus 7. I know. You actually did pretty all well All the minuses there. come along with it. The many, many minuses. And you have to draw the distance. What is the distance? You're pretty far. Okay, so the range is 50 feet, so you get a minus two to that automatically because he's more than 50 feet away. So that is actually a 17, and then they get cover. So that equals a miss. Uh, I have keen eyes, which reduces... No, that's not... That's something else. Never mind. Um, are they flat-footed? Nope. Oh, they are to you. That's correct. Yeah. So that would that would add the plus two back. So uh, let's see. Which one are you trying to hit? The one that ends with the, the T. Not the warrior. 17. Nope, you still miss. It bounces off the wall. You just barely missed them. Just barely. Oh, okay. I, I tell them that there were guys over there. And, and then another I'm going to... Say surrender. I guess I'll do that. Nick Knox <laughs> can't see any of this because he's behind the wall hiding. Yes, and that's in, that's actually literally what I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hide and uh, and I'm going to so wait. So hide is one action. I got two actions left. I'm going to use an action to ready an action. Is that what I can do? How does that work? It's two actions to ready an action. Two actions are ready now. Ah, screw it. I'll just, I'll decide here. Okay, very good. Nella is up. Okay, I'm gonna be potentially foolish here. Oh my god! And I'm going to try oh, no. to oh, diagonally. Oh. What? I'm gonna try to diagonally jump 17. over the over the runes to the safe spot. Kind of step light step lightly to get over there, uh -huh. if I can. You and can. that should be one move. Uh -huh. And then I'm gonna cast produce flame. Oh, no way. On the 
the back one because that seems to be the one I have the best angle on. The red one. Light them up. Red. Yeah. I use colors so you can do it. It's cool because I can't see any of them. 13. Misses. Little, uh, it's 30 feet, so you get a minus two because they're still more than 30 feet away from you. And it wasn't even close on top of that. So Okay, well, I guess that's my turn. You are done. You hear them all talking, and you hear, like, and they're all talking in uh, uh, Draconic, you believe. And I, 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 spe- I speak Draconic, so if, if, it's aud- if it's interpretable, I can interpret. You hear them all talking, it's like, ah, ah, intruders, intruders, alarm, alarm, and they all sound confused. And one of them pokes his little head out. It's a kobold. A kobold. This one is wielding a short sword, a crossbow, and looks way stronger than the one that you fought uh, downstairs. This one. Oh. This one does not look nearly as weak as the one you fought just uh, last time. This one fires right at Nella. It's crossbow bolt. I deserve that. Eighteen. I. Th- think that hits you. Yeah, it's gonna be a yeah, hit. Gonna be a hit. <laughs> and it does nice. all of one point nice. of <laughs> Wow. Because I bet it because it's small probably, right? It's a small crossbow. No, crossbow, that's what a crossbow does. Crossbow it does like one D eight or something. Uh crossbow does one D eight and he rolled a one. A so Wow, <laughs> that hurt. Like, <laughs> and the cobalt's like ah and then runs back. Okay, now the warrior goes. Now the warrior looks like the red one, the ones that you fought downstairs, and this guy has the sling and the spear. And this one is the one that everyone's been firing at. This one's not too smart, though. This one's going to come running out. He thinks his buddies are, like, after him and behind him. So first thing he's going to do is uh, throw his spear at Noah. A 20. Ooh, that's a hit. That's definitely a hit. Nice. And the spear goes into Nella. And once again, minimum damage, two points of damage. (laughs) Nella has a spear sticking out of her and an arrow sticking out of her. Um, I don't know what you did to deserve this, but it looks like you're having a a grand old time. My plan to be the tank is not going the way I expected. And then the kobold runs back into the corner. And then this other kobold comes out. He just pokes his head out a little bit, and he also has a crossbow, and he fires at Noah. 16. That's a miss. Yes, and the funny thing is, a one. So even if I hit, it would have been, been another minimum oh damage. My gosh. It would have been another minimum damage, and that kobold also um, moves back. Mama Millicent is up, finally, after all that, seeing Nella become target practice. Hold on, hold on, I'll get them them for you. What are all these squares, anyway? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Mama Millicent, a human fighter. All right, she's going to carefully move forward, uh, probably taking at least two, maybe three move actions to, uh, or or rather, stride actions. All right, so the first one brings her there. Now, from where she's at, she actually still can't see the kobolds. Where, Where are they? Other side of the room? Guess I shouldn't step on any of this. If I have a free to point in that general direction, obviously I will. Sure. 
All right, so she's going to spend her next turn zigzagging back and forth, trying to avoid the, the squares that have these glowing runes on them and, and step on the uh, on the areas that don't have glowing runes. And she can finally, finally see uh, one of the kobolds there in the back. And she's like, ah, oh, I see him. I'm going to get him. And she's going to use her third and final action to do uh, a last stride. Which does what? Uh, it's just another move action, stride. Oh, and then stride, yeah, yeah. she's she going to stride three times, and that gets her just to the other side of the room with all the runes, uh, just into that little corridor there. Uh, not not more than 15 feet from the nearest kobold. Okay, kobold goes now. Here's Mama crunching along, because that was a lot to... Uh, it's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And this... Kobold, and she's not too stealthy. Yes. Um, this cobalt is coming up, sees Mama, this cobalt has its sword out ready, because it heard you, and okay. is going to swing a sword at Mama, see what happens. <gasps> oh no. Ugh, 16. And we would have done one point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> But it is done because it needed to turn to draw its sword and move in attack. Thorgrim is up. Thorgrim is also right. hiding like Nyx Nox. It's, uh, it's what he does best. Typical. I, should probably, I should probably take three rounds to just sort of hang out here, but I'm not. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll spend one action to raise my shield. How about that? Got it. And then Thorgrim lights a pipe. <laughs> did, any, did anyone step on any of these runes yet? No. Oh, yes, we did. They're totally safe. No, nothing happened. That's 20 feet without stepping on a rune. Not yet. Is it diagonal? Uh, the second one's always double. Is that still mm -hmm. how it works? Yeah. Yep, 5, 15, yeah. 20. 20, I can get to there. Done. Nice to see you up here, Thorgrim. Mr. Peepers is up. Yes. All right. I'm charging forward. I believe my move is 20... Oh, did you oh, just? Whoa. Oh, yeah, right over the trap. I don't care. Oh, okay, hold on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I think your move is. I was going to look it up. I think it's twenty-five. I think it's twenty-five. I'm looking on my character sheet. I can't find it. It's like, a good chance it's twenty-five. It's thirty, actually. Your move is thirty because you're okay. Leader. I'm going forward. Okay, you run over the blue square. You don't care? You just go right on top of it? He does not give Well, well, well I, I care. I, I'm not there. I, I, I went over there. Yeah, you went but to the I top got of ten the blue more. square. Yeah, I have ten okay. more feet. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. And now I'm going to use my sling on the kobold warrior. Okay, you do that. 20. Easily hitting the kobold warrior. Four points of damage. Good job. Nice. Solid damage. I, yeah, yeah. However, something happens. Don't I get my uh, dexterity as a uh, damage modifier? No. Nope. Nope. That's all gone. Strength uh, only. Yep. Yeah, but I think my thief. There's actually, no damage. My thief uses that. That's not how it works anymore. That's long gone. Maybe it's a feat, though, down the line. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Thought... Uh, certain types of rogues get dex to damage. Weapon yeah, that, finesse. That's... Yeah. Okay, we'll look it up. You tell I'm me. Looking, your, I'm looking it up. Character. I'm mine. Okay. Um, hold on a sec. I have plus three damage. 
according to for what? According to Hero Web, uh, for uh, that's a fist, short sword. No, ranged is different. Ranged is ranged. No. I'm looking at ranged. Range is a totally different animal. It uses totally. Right, different I don't form. have any ranged weapons in my Hero Web. Well, put your Hero Lab in and figure it out. Add a sling for free. Okay. As you walk over that blue rune, right after you leave it, a small little creature appears on that rune right next to Nella. It is this small little green, sorry, this small little blue gremlin type looking thing. It has an itty bitty short sword in its hand, and it seems to want to just cause trouble and mayhem and laughs hysterically. <laughs> Nick okay. goes. Uh I wow. do plus one to six damage for precision. They're not flat footed. To me they are. No they're not. That's when they don't go. They all they've all gone. Oh even oh that's okay. Sorry. We know what we're doing. Nick Snox, okay. you're up. So I am very sneaky and so that lets me uh uh, that does not break my sneaking and stealth until the end of my turn. So if I end up, you know, hiding behind something, then uh, the, I don't have to worry about the intervening movement. And so I am going to sneak out from my uh, place of hiding here. And I am going to see if I can hopscotch around. <laughs> I like that. I like that little beast. That little beast next to Nella. That's a pretty sexy little beast. Mm. Uh, maybe I actually just want to blast that beast. So cute, though. It, it's actually not. It, it looks like a bug. I think it's decidedly not cute. It looks yeah. kind of goblin-esque. Yeah. All right. I think. I think what I'm going to do uh, is instead I'm going to. Now, from from this little vantage point around the corner, like how how does uh, cover work and how does little corners work? Like, can I can I just peek around the corner no. and shoot that thing? No. Or do I have to actually move a square? You have to move in there. If you want to shoot to there, you can hit the wall. You have to. You can't do what you're trying to do. You can't peek around. You have to go in the square. Ah, that's crazy. All right. Actually, uh, that's not true. You can shoot from there. You get a minus. It's either a minus four or minus eight if you're going to shoot from there. I think it's minus eight. Minus eight. Wow. Uh, remember, right. there's no attack opportunity, so yeah. that, you, that you know of. So let me see. Let me see what I want to do. And now, now that makes, that makes me rethink things. Well, I, while he All does right. that, he I'll, I'll, I'll produce some flame on it. Flame more. Yep. You automatically will do seven points of damage unless it can make its saving throw, which is a reflex. Oh, I'm sorry. I pressed the wrong button. That was burning hands. I oh, burning hands. Use, yeah, I want to okay. use flame. Okay, fair enough. That's it. And it has it has my normal attack bonus, right? So if I just yeah. do that, it's right. That's correct. Let's see. You roll a fourteen. Just barely misses it. Boo! You, you didn't. Oh, you did jump out. Yeah. Yeah. And... So so that's a, what that's a, that's a step for one action, and then my Produce flame is two actions that I'm done. Is that right? Correct. Mm -hmm. no, okay. Correct. So I'm done. Nella is up. Nella, you got this little thing next to you. 
and you and Mr. Peepers is running through, and things are happening up north. Lots of things. I guess I guess I'm smacking the guy next to me with my staff. Okay. A six. Well, that's not going to do anything. That I guess I'll try. Nice. I guess I'll try again. Did you hit a seventeen? I did. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know how you did that with a minus five. Oh, you rolled an eighteen. That's why. Rolled an eighteen. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah, you hit, and you did eight points of damage. And it's probably not very likely to hit, Still but I got, nothing, I got nothing better to do, so I'm going to take a third swing at it. Okay. Oh, no. Here we go. Old Hail Mary. <laughs> a zero. Ah, zero. <laughs> zero will miss. <laughs> so. But I get the critical damage anyways, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure, sure, in your mind. Okay, now they all go, and they all hear the commotion going uh -huh. on. Oh, boy, here we go, here we go. Drawing the sword, running up. And it just goes there, and attacks Mama. Oh! 28. Wow, that is... Uh, that is okay, that's okay. a hit, right? All right, so that activate sets off my action. With the glimpse of redemption. Ooh. So a gleaming light shields you. And the kobold has a choice of either having no damage or three less damage and getting enfeebled two until the end of its next turn. Um, okay. It'll do three less damage, so you don't take any damage. And and it gets that's enfeebled. It. It's enfeebled no, it two. No, it's no, no damage. No, no, oh, damage. no damage. Fewer damage, no damage and right. enfeebled. Yeah, okay. No damage no, no. is the better option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to be enfeebled. There's just no damage, and it's done. Okay. Thanks. Well, that's okay. All these, all these other uh, guys will go because there's tons of them. So um, they say something, and the kobold says, "Okay," in whatever language it can speak, and we're going to see what happens. Mama says, it, it's okay. There's only two of them here. So, ooh, did it move through a square that I threatened? We'll see. It looks like know. it did you, if it moved I, there. It is. Are you going to do anything about it? I'm going to use my attack of opportunity reaction. I'm going to cut All that right. warrior down. Okay. Get right ahead. Goodbye, kobold warrior. We'll see. 27 to hit. <sighs> wow. Crit right. damage. Wow. Was that a crit? No, 17. That was a crit. All, All right. right. It dies. Nice job. Excellent. Fine. That one's dead. Next one's up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Runs oh, it stepped there. on something. <laughs> it stepped on something. Runs it stepped there. on two things. What's <laughs> there? No. On Runs there. What is it doing? It's setting off all the traps. No, why? Why not? Let's see. Thorgrim, do you have the a melee? First one? Can you do an attack of opportunity, Thorgrim? No. no. Only fighters at this level can do it. And it's only you only get one, right? I'm doing its math, so the scout goes. And the scout oh um he has a move. This is horrible. Yep. He's running right in front of Nick's Knox. And as he starts running across, let's see what happens, shall we? This will take a little while. Uh oh. Okay. As he runs across, 
things start appearing over the squares. Okay. You see two more of these blue little things appear. Poof, poof. And then you see three of these tiny little creatures with barbed legs flying and have large sacks of blood. They look like giant mosquitoes that are flying above you as well. And let's add them all to initiative. Hold on one sec. This is the worst thing ever. Okay, let me just do some rolls to see where they end up. I'm betting you, though, that these will attack anything. So they might attack the kobolds also, right? But there's a lot more of us than there are of the kobolds. And we're closer to them. Either that their plan is to set this off and then get the hell out of here and leave us to deal with it. This is nuts. Oh boy, I gotta make this way larger, this this uh, turn order, because there's so many things. Alright, let me just move it. Give me one second, I'll be done. Well, we don't see our turn order, we have our own window. But yeah, it's a it's a long freaking list. Like this is this is TPK level list here. Yeah, this is fourteen things in the turn order that I can see. Uh, just be glad that you still have that uh, burning hands. We'll need it for all these enemies. Yeah, I'm wondering how to optimize that because you because you guys are all in the mix. Do it. Put it on my position. I authorize it. <laughs> okay. So nice. that okay. Let me rephrase. The goblin scout ran through the hall, just going <laughs> just like totally random, like minesweeper running over everything, and suddenly five creatures appeared behind it as it was running through the halls and it is now sitting next to nick Knox, and it gives nick Knox a big smile as it sees its handiwork and the chaos that shall ensue mama millicent is up now Steve, what are you gonna you're do? such a jerk what are you gonna do you're uh, so mean no i'm not I, the kobold's the jerk i'm oh the kobold did it i didn't do anything no that's not my do, fault i didn't do anything you know here's the best part there's a couple squares that still haven't been hit so we we got more to go keep going no no this is too that's quite unnecessary <laughs> Okay, that's it. All right, uh, Mama's going to start by uh, attacking the kobold in front of her. Well, the blue. Uh, let's just go with, um, hmm. Let's go with a regular attack, shall we? Mom's totally surrounded all of a sudden. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I'm thinking, should I use, should I use my potency crystal? I think this is it. I think now is the time. I'm using the potency crystal. Nice. Does that take an action to do or no? Uh, No, it's a free action and it lasts for the whole turn. Let's do this. Oh boy. First swing on the blue one. 27 to hit. Oh my god. 27 on the Cobalt Scout. And Mm -hmm. that is a... Well, you get a plus one because you used the crystal, right? Uh, I included the plus one. That's why it's Katana one. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, it's just normal damage. Well, it's so. it's so it's it's thirteen because it's two handed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's the extra d ten, so it's an extra eight, so it should be uh, twenty one points of damage. Is that on the blue one? Wow, it's on the blue one. <laughs> okay, it dies. All right, good. Next, the green one next to her. Um, I'm gonna be doing one, one second. All right, she's gonna do an exacting strike. So the exacting strike is a press action, so I can't do it as my first one. But if I miss, it doesn't count against my multiple attack penalty. So I'm going to do that on the green one. Nice. I should have rolled warrior. 
fighter. Right. I mean. So that's plus one for the potency crystal, minus five for the attack at a total of minus four. 21 to hit that one. You hit. Wow. Let me roll my extra damage die. Looks like 15 total damage against the green one. Still standing. You take oh. some beating, but he's still alive. Gosh. All right. Um, we've got to stop him. So uh, I've got one attack left at minus 10, but we got to do it. Minus 10 plus one. Minus 10 plus one is minus nine. Oh I rolled a total God. of a 20. That's nice. Fair. That is awesome. You missed it. You, a, you, you rolled roll a 19. That was, was almost a crit anyways. I rolled a 19 plus 10 minus 9, 20 to hit. <laughs> All right. All right. It's dead. Enough. Enough already. Potency crystal well so <laughs> They're all dead. It's not fair. Never get to play with my toys. Are you kidding? <laughs> there are so many toys still in the room. Yeah, there's a lot of toys here. These I are found at least stuffers, seven though. toys. Uh, <laughs> there are so many of them. Okay, well, this little, this little midfield, this thing, it's like, <laughs> and it just looks looking around and sees the closest thing, which is Mr. Peepers. He walks over to Mr. Peepers. Oh God, he stepped on another square too. And he stepped on, he stepped on another square. He stepped on one of the red squares. What? Come on! And then he just—they don't know. They don't care. And then he just starts stabbing. He starts stabbing Mr. Peepers with his baby short sword. Let's see what happens. I don't like these guys. They're so mean. A ten. Oh, that's gonna miss. All right. And it's it's just is like and decides to attack you again. You know what this room is like? It's like one of those rooms that has uh, one of those traps that has all of the mouse traps, the little ping pong balls, and then you uh. drop one ping pong ball and then they all go off. That's yep. what this room is like. Nice, another another miss. That was a crit miss as he rolls a seven and completely misses Mr. Peepers. Next up is another milflet. And this thing is standing next to a large dwarf with a big old shield that is hiding behind it. And Mr. Peepers, Mr. Peepers, welcome to your life. Is he attacking stabby, stab, me? Stab, stabby stab. Because this, this guy has this huge armor and he's just filled with it. He's armor and shield, that's yeah. right. Not that dumb. They're not dumb. 17. Misses. Mr. Peepers, you have an 18 armor class, right? I'm checking now. You do. You should know your own armor class. It's pretty important. He tries to attack I'm you again and completely misses you with a 10. And he's like, rah, 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 and tries to attack you one more time. 15 misses. Three attacks, three misses. Rah, rah, rah. And then the other little mifflet is there next to Nella. Nella did something mean to it, so it uh, it, it decides to attack you with its little short sword. Can you be short sword? A ten. That'll be no damn. That'll be no hit. Does again. Eighteen. That'll be a hit. Yay! So it's itty bitty little short sword. Doesn't really do damage. <sighs> damage. It does three points of damage, but. It's barely scratching you. It's really not that bad. And you're like, oh, that's not, that's not so bad. It's starting to add up, though. Uh, and then it does it again. Last and final attack. A five. <laughs> Completely misses you. 
But now we have the Bloodseeker, the little creature that looks like a giant mosquito. Look at Sturge. Will it attack? Sturge is a protected and copyright name by by <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons and Watsy. Therefore, yeah, exactly, they are Bloodseekers. Bloodseeker. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, poor Nella. We knew ye well. Bloodseeker flies over and it tries to attach to Nella. Eleven. That's a no. It misses. And we'll try one more time to grab onto you and attach its barbed legs. Wow. A 12, a miss. Maybe Nella is a tank and she doesn't know it. Doing a good I job guess. there. Uh, Thorgrim is finally up as he's seeing just madness around him. Finally get an attack. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and use my uh, javelin on the... The, the, there's one of these blood seekers to the north of me, right? Sure. Well, All what right, did you have? Try. Oh yeah, you had your you had your javelin. Trident. Trident. You said javelin. You meant trident. Right? Trident. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, All right. Trident. Normal. Okay. Let's do that. Attack bonus plus zero. Right. Yes. Correct. You rolled a two. Oh jeez. Miss. Uh, all right, I'll try again. What's the minus for second attack? <laughs> Five. He's taking out his little trident. He's like, oh, he rolls. He rolled better. He rolled a knife. seven. Yeah, and terrible. you missed. All right, and I raised my shield. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's a fast turn. Mr. Peeper, Ooh. you got a lot of these things around you. Yes, what I do. do. What are Indeed you going to do? I, do? I have a sling equipped right now. Probably not the best weapon, so I'm going to drop that, and I'm going to pull out my short sword. Okay, that's one and with my what? Well, well, dropping is a free action. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. right. Um, and I'm going to let's go with this. Uh, let's go with this red uh, mid foot and attack him. Okay. Twenty-five. Everyone's joining the party except for you, me. I'm very unhappy. You yeah. hit. Oh, better yet, not only did you hit. That's a, is that a crit? That's oh. a crit. You yeah. do 16 points of damage. Wow. Still alive. Oh, okay. It died. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Peepers. Thank now, you. here is the yeah, day in life of Mr. Peepers. All right. So, uh, lower, let's go southwest. The guy had a critical miss. Does that make him flat-footed or some such no. condition? No, no, nah. nothing. Right. <laughs> nothing. Right. Sometimes we... things will trigger off it, but okay. I you just... know what makes something flat-footed? You flank them. That's what makes them flat-footed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a second attack to the guy to the southwest. Okay. You get a minus four to your second attack. No. That's a critical miss. You are done. Nick's Knox, you got a buddy <laughs> next to you. You got a friend. All right. Uh, here's what I do. He wants, so here's he wants what I to do. give you. He wants to give you a wow. kiss with his his sword. Uh, first, uh, okay, so for two actions, I will use my electric arc, and I will hit with my electric arc the uh, copyright protected Bloodseeker. 
and a, a little mif, uh, mitt flit okay. that's uh, har harassing Nella. And uh, so let me press that. Okay, he will do six points of damage. Let's see if we can reflex so save saved. out. Okay, the first one succeeds. The little Bloodseeker. This is half damage. Yeah, it just takes half damage. And the Mifflet fails. So the Bloodseeker takes three points of damage. And the Mifflet takes full six points of damage. Which kills it outright. Good. Nice right. job. Nice. So, so with that narratively backing me up, I shoot an intimidating glare at the Cobalt Scout for my last action and say to him in a Draconic, you should keep on running. And I demoralize him. Okay, roll. Uh, where is intimidation? There it is, intimidation. Oh my god. Wow, nice job. <laughs> Critical success. Good. He should run. He should run away. That's not how it works. We, we don't want him to run away. We don't want to. We, 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 wanna, yeah. we want his loot. Yeah, don't give him ideas. Also, all right, stay all, right, don't, all right, don't run away. Just don't be trigger any more of these. Incredibly deep up. Right into. We'll see how that plays out. That was an excellent idea. You know what? Yeah. Maybe he will run away. Uh, Nella, Nella's oh, so. up. Oh, so. good job. Right. Just keep on running. Actually, Nella's not up. Hold on. Bloodseeker's up. And the Bloodseeker goes above. When there's a tie and in initiative, the monster goes first. Sorry about that. What? Yeah, that's how it works in Pathfinder. That's, that's how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. I love it. Is this a new round? Uh, yeah. Well, when Mr. You're on round three. Peepers was the, start, was oh, the start of the new round. Yeah, Peepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second uh, round. Let's roll. 50% chance. What do you think? What do you think, Chris? Do you want the high or do you want the low? Uh, I always want the high. High hits you. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I want the low then. Go. Oh, the oh. high! 78! <laughs> that goes after. The Bloodseeker's going after Chris. Bloodseeker, first action, tries to latch on to you. I have a question. Yeah? It's tiny, right? So it has to move into his square in order to attack him? Yeah. Oop, that's okay. a good point. That provokes. So, so then it's moving through a threatened square of mine? Out of a threatened square of mine? Yeah. If it takes five foot. That's true. I suppose it is right there. It could just step. Mm. Okay, you got me. You got up. me. It's going to step up. Uh, okay. I was a, trying. I was trying. A 20. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. Okay. Here's the good news. It does zero points of damage to oh, you. Good. Nice. Good that's news. Good. All right. Next turn. Next creature. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Now it's turn. Okay. However, as it attaches to you, it hits a target larger than itself with its barbs legs and attaches to the creature. This is similar to grabbing, but the Bloodseeker moves with that creature rather than holding it in place. The Bloodseeker is flat-footed while it's attached. And while it is attached to you... Sorry, the first action was moving to you. The second action was attaching to you. Its third action is to blood drain you. The Bloodseeker uses proboscis to drain blood from the creature it's attached to. It deals 1d4 points of damage. Wow. Okay, you take two Get it off. points Get it off. of damage. Get it off me. <laughs> and Get it off me. I'll get you it. are you are drained one. 
because it's draining the life force out of you. What does that mean? That sounds terrible. Drained one. What is? <laughs> when a creature you don't successfully want drains you of your blood or your life force, it actually says that you become less healthy. Drained always includes a value. You take a status penalty equal to your drain value on constitution-based checks such as fortitude saves. You also lose a number of hit points equal to your level times the drained value. And your maximum hit points are reduced by the same amount. So you lose one hit point for being drained one, but your maximum hit points are also minus one until that's taken care of. So it's a net three then, I guess? Yes. So you lose three hit points. And I'm moving the Bloodseeker to the right of you. It's on your square, though. Like, you and it are... You know what? I'm just going to move it over. I'm moving it up here, um, Vanessa. You can just move it off screen. That's fine. No, because then you can't see it. So I'm just going to move oh, it over there. Right. I don't want to stack things because it gets confusing. But it's on It's on Thorgrim. It's flat-footed, and people can attack it. And uh, I will say, if you if you critically miss, you hit Thorgrim. There you go. That, 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 don't worry about that. I mean, what's the chances of that? Nell mm. is up. All right, well, I'm going to take a swing at the Bloodseeker with my staff. Oh, yeah, you hit and do seven points of damage. And it's completely dead. Okay. Nice. All right, then with my second action, I'm going to move down to help out Nyx Nox. Because also, I don't speak Draconic and don't know that he threatened this guy. And then with my third action, I'm going to hit try to hit him with my staff. That's not going to work, though. Six is not going to do it. Even Frightened 2, it will not do it. And Bloodseeker number two is up. Now, Bloodseeker sees that uh, Thorgrim already has someone on top of him, so it's going to fly up to Mr. Peepers and then try to attach to Mr. Peepers. You mean the Mifflet? No, the Bloodseeker. There's another Bloodseeker. You didn't see that one behind the corner. No, no, I'm just thinking... You're moving the Mifflet, but you're... Same blood. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, wouldn't the Bloodseeker go for the Mifflet? Because it's the closest creature, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I'm just trying to save Mr. Peeper's life since we're about to die. I'm just kidding. I don't actually think we're about to die. Well, Steve you moved... You do you. It's cool. Steve moved the Mifflet, but it's the Bloodseeker. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I moved the Bloodseeker. Um, it is... It actually knows that these other creatures are also uh, of its ilk, and they're not attacking each other. Ah, uh, that makes sense. They're okay. all part of the same trap mechanic. Right. So they uh, Otherwise, this would become like a whole swarm thing. Anyhow, it tries to attach to Mr. Peepers. It's actually on your square, by the way. Oh, my God. Does a 28 critical attack hit you? That's a hit. Okay. Oh my gosh. So it grabs on you like right in your jugular. It goes right into the main vein to get as can much. Can I do a hero point for that? Make a forcer nope. reroll? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Just wondered. You take four a hero points. points for your rolls, not his. <laughs> yeah. You That's take, what I figured. You take four points of damage and you're drained one. So you have five points of damage. You do that on your side. So take off five points. Your maximum hit point went down by one. Correct. Cobalt Scout goes. Cobalt Scout is frightened out of its mind. So what does it do? It's going to run away, like you said. No. Oh, come on. 
What you that's told not running him, away. That's, that's running, that's not a frightened that's running into action. danger. That is not a frightened action. He's running be... into the danger. Yeah, oh no! Be... I'm gonna run away over I, all I the. I would, I would buy it if he's just so incredibly panicked he doesn't know what he's doing. That is true. Okay. If he doesn't know which way okay, is up or down. You know what? That's it's true. just so angry at uh, Nick Knox <laughs> that he just attacks him. He just says, "Screw it! You you beseeched my grandmother and my friends and my cousins and my mistress. I will attack you." That is at a minus two, so a ten. That misses, I presume. Ooh. Oh yeah, that totally misses. Yeah. No, he does it again. Even though he's totally frightened, he is summoning up the red badge of courage. Does a nineteen hit you? That I think is gonna. You take six points of damage. So you do that on yourself. Nick Knox does not like to take damage. Yeah, I'm, de I'm dealing with it. I think this is the first damage I've taken in this game. Uh, this first time, yeah. And he is. He feels the bloodlust, and he tries one more time to attack you. Oh, a huge minus. Minus 12. And 11. 11 didn't miss by much. It'll miss. Um, okay, it is done. 15 AC. Oh, man, this has gotten bad. All right. Uh, first, she's going to get in position. Looks like all the actions to the south. Uh, back in the center of this room with all those previously sprung traps maybe not she's not taking any chances so she's gonna make her way carefully uh next to mr peepers and thorgrim and start wailing away move down there and you know what let's deal with this mifflet first katana attack uh the mifflet to the south of her nice. that hits oh the mifflet oh yeah and uh it hits all right looks like 14 points of damage are you sure you're doing it two-handed? I don't think you're really doing yeah. it two-handed. I'm really doing it two-handed. I use I this as a two-handed so. weapon. If I need to, I can pull out a shield and use it one-handed, but two-handed's more fun. Totally cheating. What? It's not cheating. How is it cheating? He doesn't like it when his monsters die. <laughs> cheating. It dies. You cut it in twine. You go. All right. Uh, and then she's got one action left, so let's see if we can save Thorgrim from that bloodsucker. Yes, thank you. Kill it. It's going to be a tough shot. Well, it is oh, uh, nice. flat-footed, but let's see, 18. You hit. Another 14 points of damage. Wow, nice. Oh, on Thorgrim. Rolled max damage again. Yeah, on the bloodseeker. Yeah. It explodes. And all my blood. I want my blood back. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> However, if the Bloodseeker is killed while attached, that creature takes one persistent bleed damage. So you have it removed off of you, but where its mouth was, its proboscis, oh. was removed, and now you are bleeding out like oh, a stuck so pig. Nasty. <laughs> oh, that's so nasty. That is gross. God, that is horrible. I don't like these creatures at all. Wow. <laughs> when does that happen? On your turn. So it, turn you, it is your turn right now. All right. So I take one damage from that. At the end of your turn, oh, you yeah, will take okay. one point right. of damage, and then you take Save a flat me. check of 15. Right. You have to roll 15 or higher, and if you do, then you will automatically not be um, sick anymore. I will lay on hands on myself for my first traction. 
that should probably stop the bleed, right? Um, actually, I believe the answer is no. No, it does not. Really? I think we had this. We had this come up in uh, Plague Stone, where oddly yeah. enough, lay on hands does not stop bleeding. It does Correct. not stop it. All it does. So is what stops it? You have to spend two actions trying to physically stop it, and then you get a flat check. And if you, if it's basically a fifty percent chance. If you roll, um, was a DC ten or higher, you stop the bleeding. And if you don't, then you don't, and that's it. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I, I will do that then. Well, you laid on hands. That's two actions, isn't it? No, lay on hands is one action. Oh, okay, okay, one action. Okay, you spend one action to lay on hands, so you heal yourself to twenty-one, and now you spend two actions trying to staunch the bleeding. Give me. A D twenty roll. To see what happens. What did you roll? A twelve. You succeed. So you nice. stop the bleeding and Ugh. don't take any damage and your turn. And that's up. it. And I can only get twenty one because I've max I have to deal with that in some way to get that's to correct. It. And Mr. Peepers also has a blood seeker on him. What do you do? I'm very confident Mr. Peepers is gonna kill his own because it's flat footed, one shot and it's gonna die. Yeah, do I have any uh, minuses to attack something that's attacking me? If no. it's attached to me. Okay, I'm going to use my... Hey, sword. guess what? Now you get to do the sneak attack damage. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's flat for That's cool. All right, Mr. Peepers is stabbing his own neck, and oh, he still misses. Great. All right, second attack. A ten misses. I didn't put any negatives, so this will be another 10. Uh, that is a negative 4, so 8. Oh, it's an 8. Miss again. You keep missing. Now, oh, poor, poor... You don't want to keep missing. I think it's no, I'm, keep... I'm, I'm, I'm done. There's nothing else I can do. You can attack again. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to crit hit myself. Okay. I mean, will I hit myself if no. I if, if I no. critically miss? No. Was a oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not that. Well, then I'll do. Then I'll do it. Okay. okay. Oh, I totally. Everyone's being. What like, do you have to lose? Yeah. What do you well, got to lose? What do you got to lose except your life? Farming for crits. You got an eight. Oh my gosh. That misses. Nix knocks is up. Nix knocks is some damage on him. He doesn't feel so good. Yes, I am going to produce flame in his face I think okay go right ahead attack of nine will miss boo all right so, okay, so I have one action left I'll flame. bite him <laughs> wow okay it's a minus five there I'll add so the minus, minus five or minus four if it's agile I forget if a bite is agile or not uh just no, do whatever. I'm gonna say minus five. It'll say it. will say it in there if it is. Um, you um, you critically miss with your attack of five. <gasps> <laughs> so you're done. Yeah. Uh, Bloodseeker is dead. Nella is up. Nella's got to All right. Um, so I am going to do the smack it with the staff trick. New hat. Six points of damage. And another. Does not like that. Take some damage. Oof. Uh, 14 will not hit it. 
You also forgot to put in the minus, so that actually was a nine. So you totally missed. okay. Sorry about that. And what the hell? I got nothing else to do with that third third action. So, so are you gonna attack? Oh, critical miss. A two will not do it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Here we go. Now it gets bad. Now it gets really, really bad. It starts to suck out the blood of Mr. Peepers. First action. This is crazy. It does two points of damage. And if it drains you one again, does it keep adding up? Mm-hmm. Is that four total? Uh, so you are at drain two, so you're at you lose four points of damage, and you're at drained two, and then it's gonna do it. Oh, it just keeps doing it. All right, just does it again. Four points of damage plus drain three, so seven points of damage. These things are way Zero. more dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and um. <laughs> Mr. Peepers drops dead. Well, unconscious. Dead. <laughs> what? And does it keep going? Does he get a third one? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, didn't, I don't really know. It's it's uh, probably going to just keep going. Yeah, why not? Right, how do you die in this game? <laughs> We're going to so find when out. You, when you just dropped, you would have gone to dying one. And mm-hmm. if it does damage so again, you'll go eight. to dying two. Yeah, so it does damage again. So you're at dying two, Mr. Peepers, and you are at drained four as well. Is, is that right? Minus eight hit, hit health? There's no you don't track minuses. It just hits zero and stops. So what does dying two mean? Uh, dying two means that you're halfway to dead, because when you hit dying four, you are very, very dead. Uh, so you don't want to get there. Spoiler yeah. alert. Okay, the Cobalt Scout, who is still frightened. Um, yeah, it's just going to kill Nick Knox because Nick Knox is, uh, is actually uh, soft and squishy and tried to kill it and frightened it. And it doesn't feel nearly as frightened as before because it's getting its groove back. Oh, 11 just misses. It's actually a 10. And then he does another swing because why not? He, he, feels, he feels emboldened. Is he still scared? That's been degrading, He's right? scared one. Yeah, it's, it decreases. Uh, and he rolls a eight. And misses. And then one more for good luck. At a minus 11. Can he do it? Nope. Nope. He does not end with a seven. Mama Millicent, what do you do? Your Mr. Peepers is dropped, and there's a incredibly large blood seeker on top of him, just sucking out blood. Oh my gosh! It's bigger than normal. Yeah, it's real fat. I'm sure. All right. Well, I've I've got two things. I need to get rid of the blood seeker, but then we also need to heal up Mr. Peepers. Um, but Thorgrim's there to help me, so I feel pretty good yep. about it. All right, cool. So first thing is let's get rid of the blood seeker, and she is going to slash it right off of him with her katana. 28 to hit. Well, I got good news and bad news. The good news is... You cut through it so aggressively, you cut Mr. Peeper's arm off. <laughs> no, it's, no. it's dead, but it's, he's going to get the bleed now. But that's whatever. Yeah, yeah you, you hit it again. and do insane amounts of damage. I mean, it's pretty good damage. It's critical damage, right? 
it's dead. But as yeah. it's dead, it falls off Mr. Peeper's jugular, and now Mr. Peeper's is bleeding out. And uh-huh. he has persistent damage, which will go on top of his dying, which we're going to find yeah. out about real soon. She yeah, well, that's actions. why the next the next two actions she's going to do is she's going to try and staunch the bleeding as best she can uh, by using a medicine skill. Or unless it's, is it just two actions and then he gets to make a flat check, right? It's to stop just two persistent actions. damage. It's just two All right, well, then that's what she's doing. She's doing her best to, like, pull that little freaking piece of the blood sucker out and put as much pressure on the wound as she can. Uh, and so I think Mr. Peepers gets to make a flat check to try to stop bleeding. That's correct. Roll a d20. Mm-hmm. Yep, just roll a d20. That's it. Do you have duct tape? Like no bonuses, oh, right? Hey, he rolls a 12. Okay. Mama is doing her best job at staunching the bleeding, and the bleeding has staunched. Did she get that thing out of me? Yes. I don't like so, that thing in me. So I have I have the boon thing with the uh, lay on hands from the boon, right? Correct, yes. I use that on, on uh, Mr. Peepers. Wow. Very impressive. Fancy. So mark one off. We'll make a, I'll make a note of it. So one one is gone. One minus one. Yep. Lay on hands from Thorgrim. Okay, so that stabilizes him because there's no such thing as negative hit points. So he's no longer dying, which is good. And but he still is at drained four, so you're at zero Oof. hit points, and we'll figure that out later. He, and he doesn't get he doesn't <laughs> get he doesn't get uh, above the zero, or no? no um, oh no, it, you 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 healed him for six. Yeah. So oh, okay. He's I didn't at know six that. then, right? So you go up to you go up to six because right. But your maximum hit points is now down by. So what's your maximum hit points normally? <laughs> What's well, sixteen normally? So, so it'll be 12. 12. twelve. Yeah, yeah, for now. So, so you are on the ground, and anything you held in your hands is dropped. So, but you are now awake and still alive and kicking. So, from the brink of death, you are now back alive. And when you wake up, you see a grinning Thorgrim healing you with his magical hands, and you realize, wow, he already used that once. He must have really used the power of his god and done something special to bring you back to life, Mr. Peepers. I think you owe him one now. Yes. I was unconscious, so I don't remember any of that. Uh, (laughs) I uh, Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, What can I do? Am I fighting this... Uh, well, you're not up yet. Thorgrim still oh. has Thorgrim still Oh, has two, okay. Two I thought it was my left. turn. Nope. Uh, correct. Now, wait. There's nothing left, though, right? Except for that thing to the yeah, south. Yeah, there's the thing there's to the south. one to the south. There's a couple more things you can step on. Do you want to step on a few more? Uh, well, no, uh, I'm losing things? four points every turn. If you have another heal, that would be great. No, you're not. You're not no, losing you're not. anything. No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, really? Yeah, you, that stop. Yeah. The bleeding stops. And the, you, you just have the... Yeah. You have the four. Um, I have drained. Yeah, drained drain. four. We don't know how to get rid of that yet. Okay, uh, rest. Say, a full I, night's I, rest decreases it by one. Mr. Peter. Oh my God, that's so bad. Is rest for four days in a row doing absolutely nothing and you'll feel fine. So if you want to start that now, go right ahead. It's more dangerous than anything we've ever seen before. Uh, no. I mean, no, imagine if you get attacked by two of those. 
You're not sure. Jason and I it face something horrible. This is. Uh, right. I'm good to go. I'm ready for another. If we actually fought these in Plaguestone, but we got really lucky with rolls, and I don't think any of them ever attached, or one of them attached for one round, but didn't really get very far. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go guard the north. I go there. Okay. Good and job. I raise my, and I raise my shield. If I have another action. Okay. Now, Mister Peepers is up. You are on the ground. All your stuff's around you. You have a huge hole in your neck. You feel lightheaded as you just had four quarts of blood drained out of you. What do you do? So I don't take any, uh, I don't suffer any negatives to attacks. Is that correct? You just have a maximum of 12 hit points instead of 16. That's it. Okay. Well, you also get a minus four to your fort saves. That's it. Okay. All right. Uh, I, let's see. Can I shoot from the ground? No. While prone. Because, no. Because I'm going to say the rock fell out and everything, so you're going to have to reload and all that. You also dropped yeah. it, so well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. I got to pick it up, reload okay. it, and then okay. fire is what what I want to do. Sure. Okay. Well, I get three actions. That's, that's what I'm doing. Go right ahead. To the kobold scout. You can do it. You get a minus two to your attack roll. Okay. So you roll, and this then there's cover. So probably, you roll a seven. Yeah. yeah. I miss it right. by a lot. Nix Knox is up. I tried, guys. At least I didn't run like some people. Uh-huh. All right. I like electric arc. I think electric works better. It's nearly automatic damage. Ooh. Let's see what his re- reflex is. He pretty much gets something as long as he doesn't critically succeed on his f- save. 17. So it makes it safe. So four points of damage. Is it still scared? No, that's gone. So it's like, ah, and I'll, I'll bite him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Minus What's five. my minus? I got a minus. What's my minus, minus? five? Minus five. Wow. Well, because the electric arc's an attack. So I can't uh, believe you have a, a bite attack. <laughs> wow. I do. I have a bite attack. <laughs> you are a filthy animal. I was thinking you about I was thinking about how you found those uh, wraps for uh, monks with their uh, with their fist attack. What I need is I need magic grills. You do. <laughs> <laughs> they probably yeah. have something like that in this game, or if not, they will. Uh, oh gosh! One day, Nella, you're up. Metal yeah, teeth. Time for thing. another good old swing of the stick. This is a long fight. Uh-huh. That cobalt is proving to be a pain in the ass. That cobalt. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, he, he was right. That he he was the most effective warrior yeah. of God. He's no still, kidding. He's a cobalt hero. He's a yeah, game he, day player. He, he ran through. He set off half the traps. He was frightened too. He's still standing, and he's got two guys surrounded. Look at yeah, this. I respect Another him. Another miss. Yeah, no, he's a jerk. Critical miss. Look at that. You guys I'm just can't keep... hit him at all. You can't. You... Oh, minus a minus to a negative two. I think. With that negative two, that she should almost have the staff hit her back in the head like when you step on a rake. Funny story. I actually did that to myself the other day. I thought that was <laughs> oh, man, that in sucks. the movies, but it actually happened where I stepped on a rake oh, and no. it went right into my face. And I was like oh, my God. half shocked that it actually happened and then half shocked <laughs> that I just had a rake hit me in the face. Like, that, that is very funny. It's like what she needs to also do is slip on a banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, it was like it's like um, 
Okay, uh, this cobalt sees all of its buddies like kind of dead and decides to do something. So first it's going to try to take out Nick Knox with his sword. Here we go. Ugh, a critical miss one. Oh, no. Okay, so that's the first thing it does. And then the second thing it does is try to shoot you. I mean, try try to hit you again with its sword. Everyone's missing. Oh, there we go. Finally. Oh, my gosh. 21. Oh, you. No. For wow. Two points two of damage. damage. All right, let's see if I can do this right. And no. after it no. does that, it runs away. What? Well, it doesn't run very far. Well, I love line of sight. You don't know where it is. Mama Millicent's up. Oh, no. Come on. Jump through hopscotch. Come on, Mama. You got yeah. all that heavy, heavy armor. Let's see how well oh, that does boy. for you. Where's Ohara and her, like, jump 25 feet move, you know? All right. Um, First stride action. She's going to hopscotch through there and try to avoid all the little bits. And then she's going to... There's another one. I saw it. Where'd it go? And then she's going to keep going after it. Right, second stride. I can see it. All right. Third stride gets all the way adjacent to it. But that is all my actions just to catch up with the little guy. Thorgrim has no idea what's going on because he's in the rear with the gear guarding their uh, flank. Not in the rear. Then I'm, 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 at the, I'm, at, I'm taking point. Yeah. Rear point. It's all from a point of view, what, what, isn't it? What's that? What's, is that stairs going up? You see a staircase going up in front of you. Okay. You know what? I might have to take a page out of Mr. Peeper's book. Just run through everything and see you what happens? You should go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. Are you going to the staircase? Are you splitting the party? Yep. I'm no, going to the staircase. All right. You go to the staircase. Are you going up the staircase? No. I'm going to oh. stand right there and listen for anything. I was going to say. Okay. Chicken. Chicken. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of sounds, so it's hard Does to he hear. hear. You don't really hear anything. Um, no, he doesn't hear anything specific from upstairs. Um, who's up, Mr. Peepers? You're still on the ground. I like the ground. I am going to down a cure light wounds potion for one point of health. Let me get that down. Isn't here. it a? How does that work? It's isn't it like one d? Is it a die roll or is it a fixed amount? Oh, it's going to be one. It's a die roll. We're just eternal it's a die rolls. Yeah, it's just a die roll. They're using it. Oh, he oh, rolls yeah. a one! Mm -hmm. Yeah! I'm not even surprised. Not even surprised. Good nope. job, Mr. Peepers. Well, uh, yourself that one. So it's one action to pull it out and one action to drink it. Yeah. Uh, and one action to stand up, I guess. That is correct. And I'm done. Nick knocks us up. I love, I love uh, lighting things up with electricity. All right, so I'm going to make a move and move up to it. Oh, I love that there's a trap at the top of the stairs that this thing is running. And uh, I shoot it. Okay. Vanessa, what is the rules with cover and using spells like that that are automatic? I thought you had to have line line of a sight or more than 50 percent i think uh you should be good as long, with with spells like that as long as you can target the square you're fine cover isn't going to make any difference because it appears in the square if the yeah. fog of war is working i could completely 100 percent see all of the no you can see him you can see him i'm just that was more of an aside 
Uh, yeah. If if it was a if it was a directed spell, um, then cover rules might get wonky. Um, I think you might still be okay because you're closer <gasps> to the cover or something. I'm Critical. Sure. That's amazing. Success. Wait, what? Twenty nine. The MVP Cobalt strikes Seriously? again. You miss. I want him to get away Sucka. now. I want him to. I want him to survive. I, I have respect for him now. Melisop, <laughs> this kobold is. He still took three hard. damage though, right? No, critical success, no damage. Oh, he takes none. Wow, that's crazy. So I move to where I got a shooting angle, and I do produce flame. Oh, come on! Nineteen minus one for soft cover is an eighteen, and what is its AC? Uh, it's, it's 18. It's 18. So, um, <laughs> you, you barely hit it. Uh, six points of damage. And I guess that's all I can do. Oh, and it dies. It dies. Oh, yes. Yeah. Except this cobalt has cobalt ferocity. And it comes no, no freaking way. No. I, quit. I swear to God, I I'm jumping in the car. I'm coming up to New York and I'm kicking your ass. <laughs> I quit. I'm done. Cobalt ferocity. This cobalt is so dynamite, it comes back and runs. now. Okay. That combat is finally over. Holy cow. So, okay. That was fun. Oh, you you mostly fun. survived. Sorry, it took so long. There's so many creatures. It's not a problem when you have 50 creatures. It takes my. That's time. way faster than Pathfinder One, though. Would have would have been. Yeah, and actually, a lot of it is still me learning the system, so it would it'll go much faster. Because I was watching even the the attacks without taking it out of attacks of opportunity for the most part is huge on time saver. You don't have to think about your movement as much. Yeah. Um. Okay. You have killed everything. I'm up in the north guarding, so. Well, in general, if people want to bunch up, I could do a three-action heal and do a group heal. Yeah, I was thinking about the same thing. I like that idea. You guys should uh, come to where I am and do that. Preferably where the kobolds aren't if we have to move bodies around to make that happen. Jump on the squares. All right, I don't want to be too much of a lawyer, but when Peeper steps off that square, is there going to be one more creature? Yeah, I'm standing on a landmine. I guess we'll find out. All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get ready to cast produce flame just in case. <laughs> Thorgrim, do you need any healing? No, I'm good. I'm maxed. You can actually press the heal button, Jason. I'll do it. Oh, I, no, I was I was actually serious about. Do we need to monitor peepers getting off that square? Do whatever you want. Uh, it's my. It's your. Your. You guys figure it out. He's right, on. I, he's standing uh, on a square that has a red thing. So. Oh no. All right. Let's basically surround Mr. Peepers on three sides. Let him carefully step off on one of the sides, and we'll just be ready to bash any summoned creature. All right, so I'll go there. Well, let's get a heal going first before I move anywhere. Oh, uh, I, I got, I got one potion left. Do you, you want to take it? Oh uh, well, two of us. No, are I, at thought, six. No, I thought Nello yeah. was going to do a three reaction here. Oh, I could do it too. Do it like. Oh yeah, three three round heal would go. Yeah. Okay, but I thought we'd probably want to resolve the, the situation first. Yeah, with the um, possible creature popping out. Why, why don't we want to heal first, and then if we have to fight a creature, then we're all healed. 
Yeah, guys, two of us are at six hit points. But if... If Thorgrim or Mama Millicent take damage, then they're... I mean... Oh, I see. So he's trying to maximize it. I'm, not, I'm just trying to... If I've got to burn my three-action heal, I'd All right, I'm get oh, you got a point. You got a point. You got a point. We'll roll those dice. I'm I'll roll those dice. He moves. Nothing happens. Yeah. All okay, right. Good. There we go. Okay, good, good. All right. Then we'll all assemble up at the other end where it's safe, and I'll do the three-action heal. So everyone gets eight hit points restored. Wow. That's a nice heal. That brings me right to full. That drain is so bad. Oh, my God. That brings me to full, too. Yeah, now that you only have 12 hit points. Yeah, I know. That drain is horrific. (laughs) And the thing that killing it doesn't fix the problem. It uh, It it, makes it worse. Yeah, it's like, that's horrible. I rolled an eight. Are we ready to go? Yeah. You don't don't roll it. It's just automatic. No, you roll Uh, it on the three three action. action You have to roll it. Yeah, yeah, you roll it. Oh, you roll it? Yeah, I thought you rolled an eight. Oh. Three action, you roll it, and it the two action. So the one action is one d eight. The two action is a d eight plus eight, and the three action is also one d eight. You roll the eight. Hey! Look at that! Yay! Yay! All right. That was a All nice right, so that, was, that actually okay. was a very nice coincidence. <laughs> well, I, I think that was the universe rewarding me for honest, rewarding us for honesty. Yes, that is. That's funny. I thought it was. Because I, I forget how you know what it's like. The land hands. It's like that's. It's some of them are automatic. Them some out, of them yeah. are like yeah, they're all over the place in the heels. This game. Well, even the heel. It's like the middle heel does more than the low heel and the high heel. By adding, yeah. it adds an actual eight to it. Oh, and I forgot. Um, are you guys doing anything here? I forgot. There's lots of dead creatures. Oh, we gotta search. Oh, get we the definitely want to search and loot. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Right. <laughs> okay. You search the cobalts. And they appear to be much higher ranking, these kobolds. And sure enough, you find a variety of rough gemstones, as well as a smattering of silver and copper coins in their belt pouches. They also have their equipment, which was crossbows, short swords. Also, they have slings. Um, And by the way, after you killed... Those little creatures, the Mifflets and the Bloodseekers, they disappear in a poof. Mm. You don't see them anymore. So any equipment they had is gone. So they were magical. Uh, And at this point, Nella realizes that she was way off when she did her assessment. And couldn't have been more wrong if she tried. (laughs) Oh, well. But at least I was confident about my wrongness. That's correct. I'm going to actually take a crossbow and load it and put my trying it away for now wow okay you could take a crossbow if you use it it's qu- and a thing of quivers thing. yeah you know what i'm gonna put on my sling get my sling ready okay you get sling, that's a good idea ready. the opening volley yeah know? yeah because they're gonna close the gap and you want to shoot them cut them down all right so i assume we are on to another map are you ready except for one thing someone gets a hero point for being so Awesome in this last combat. I'll Ooh, just put it. Sh- I, right I, think that, I think that dead cobalt should get the hero point. <laughs> oh I think the dead cobalt should get the villain point. Um, who should get it? Who do you think, in your esteemed judgment, PCs, should get the hero point this round? Thorgrim. I have one, so I don't need two. I actually thought Thorgrim had a pretty good battle there, though. Millicent also broke out the potency crystal and. 
Elicent, Elicent, yeah, she, uh, she yeah, but I, I only uh-huh. saved your life that. there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, also you, to, I'm also trying to apply a little discount to Millicent because she is second level. So to some degree, she should be kind of setting the pace a little bit. Yeah, Thor- Thorgrim healing himself in the middle of battle was kind of and Thorgrim sauce. blowing and yeah, Thorgrim blowing his uh, boon lay on hands to save your ass. Probably just, yeah, it's mm-hmm. gotta be worth no, something. No, I think Thorgrim. Thorgrim definitely, I think, is my vote because of the boon. Thorgrim, you got another hero point for sacrificing right. your lay on hands, your special lay on hands. You called to your god asking for another second heal, and it was granted because you the level are... of altruistic heroism we don't normally expect from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okie dokie. And let's go up to the stairs to the third floor, shall we? Actually, you know what? I'm not going to take a crossbow. You know, because it, it messes with my shield. I don't there think you, you can go. have a two-handed right, weapon two-handed. with a shield. Yeah, yeah you can't. Like a you can't. Or something. All right, so trident. The trusty trident. Trust, yeah, trusty trident. Which I never hit with. I like how heal is necromancy. Well, necromancy is doesn't mean it's bad. Okay. You go up the winding staircase that spills out into a short hallway that leads into a room to the north. What do you do? Oh, nice. I have Nixnox right next to me for a change. That's where you want to be, right? Hmm. I guess we'll keep on going. Keep your eyes peeled. Who knows what these little sewer dragons have in store for us. Mr. Peepers running up. Is Mr. Peepers using the scout action? Um, is that the search? Same thing as searching? No, searching is like looking around for stuff, items and traps and whatever. Traps Scout is... is essentially looking ahead for enemies, and if we get into combat, we all get a plus one on initiative. No, I'm searching for traps. Yep. Okay. Once you uh, see a large room in front of you, this appears to be a reception area for residents of the tower. This room now lies stripped of furnishing. To the north, you see another staircase leading up. And then to the west, you see an expansive room. You have to go a little bit further before you can see what's in that room to the northwest. Mr. Peepers walks right up. It is a library. And it has, let's see, to the west is an expansive magical library with books and scrolls stored on elevated shelves reaching 40 feet high. It fills the remainder of the floor. So, what you see in front of you is actually platforms, and each platform is 10 feet up. You don't see any stairs or ladders or anything else to get up to the top, but there is a platform 10 feet up, then 20 feet up, and then 30 feet up. Wow. Don't understand that. What is that? Uh, You're talking about the stairs on the map? That's where the platforms are? I'm talking about the library to the northwest. That's the room Uh, off to the left with the pillars? Yes. And so so there's there's different levels of the library that that, that do not appear to have any any kind of ladder or stair steppy or any kind of thing to go up to the different sections that have the different stacks of books. Correct. Is that not what it is? Uh, okay. I'm searching for traps and secret doors where I am. This is the path that I'm going to take. Yeah, Mama's definitely uh, searching the area looking for contraband and hidden. 
Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to go into the library. Ooh, you like that library. I do. Cool. So you go into the library. You see pillars filling the room, holding aloft three platforms at 10-foot intervals, each laden with numerous shelves of books and scrolls. The ground level of the structure is empty. There's nothing here. So it looks like you have to get 10 feet up before you start getting to the books and scrolls. You look around and again, you see no ladder or steps or any way to get up to the second or third platform. My diminutive goblin-like form is hopping comically, pathetically comically, trying to get up there and failing miserably because I'm so small and it's so far away. I want yeah. I want the scrolls. I want but Can I uh, can I sneak and climb at the same time? Is that possible? Is it No. Possible? You can okay. climb if uh, you want. Mama Millicent, you you are tall. Give me a boost. Uh sure. Like li- lift me up like a small child. Like <laughs> <And hoist laughs> me up there. <laughs> uh all, all, all right. Well, I guess I can do that. She just sort of picks you up by the scruff of your neck and lifts you up bodily. Puts her other hand up under your butt and just shoots you straight up into the air. Okay, we'll say that the goblin can grab onto <laughs> the edge. And uh, I won't even make you roll, but you pull yourself up and over. And you're now on the platform 10 feet up. And there's books, lots of books. And scrolls. I-, I want to investigate those books. Okay. All right, Mr. Peepers is going to climb, I guess, where he is. Give me a climb check. Is that acrobatics or athletics? I think it's athletics. Athletics. Climb is athletics. Perfect 20 or 23. You scamper up there and you pop up next to Nick Knox right there. Oh, I help him up if he's not down. Sure. Oh, I help up anybody who's partially there. You are now up on the first platform, 10 feet up. In fact, I dropped my rope down because I have a rope. Hey, guys. Right. Climb on Good up. Job. There you go. Okay. I climb up. Okay. You're up on the platform. All right. Let's go. Yep. I guess we'll join the party, too. And let's search it. Okay. So I'm just putting you there. That's just you're on the first platform. So you're 10 feet up. And the books, um, they're pretty boring. Nothing special here. Looks like a library. Any other library you would find in any other any other Pathfinder Society Lodge. It's the same things you've seen over and over again. I mean, some of them are a little older, but obviously it's magical and they've been kept in excellent condition. Platform number two. What's that fighter doing there? Oh, th- oh I'm sorry. That's Chris Beamer's player icon. I saw the... Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> that was mm. another... <laughs> That's me. All yeah, right. Well, there's another platform right, ten Mr. feet above Peepers you. is going to climb. I'm going to climb. Okay. Give me a climb. Do you track. have a climb kit? No. I have a climb kit. We don't need climb kits. We don't. Oh my god! He rolls another natural twenty. You're wasting all your natural twenties to climb. Dude, I'm a up. thief. I'm a thief. Right. He's a thief. You only have a plus three. That's the joke. So you only got a twenty-three. Well, it wasn't even that great of a climb. That's a crit, okay, though. Okay, you're, tw- you're, you're 20 feet up. 20 feet up. Good I Throw job. that rope down. Throw me the whip. <laughs> I throw the rope down. Here's the idol. 
All right. All right. I'll say everyone's now 20 feet up in the air. Same thing as before. You look around. You see some books. Same, same as before. And there's another platform above you. All right. Is everybody up there then? No one's moving there. Yep. There's a search. All right. Yeah, are you guys searching like where you I like I are you finding it? Oh god, yes. Or, okay. No, uh, no, I don't know. Do detect I mean, magic, like, yeah. all that stuff. I don't want to get yeah, too fast yeah, yeah. and pass something cascading up. detect magics as well. Sure. You okay, you detect magics, there's nothing magical. All these scrolls are just normal scrolls, nothing they're not magical scrolls, they're just scrolls with writing on them. The books, again, this is a pretty standard library that you would find in any lodge. So none of this is like out of the ordinary. You know that none of these are uncommon books. They're pretty standard. That's funny. So it's like so it's like everything in the lodge that we're used to prior to like a certain like age. regional atlases. And yeah, things. there's yeah. Reader's Digest, yes. Natural Geographic. Yep. No well, because this no was a lodge, away. right? Yeah, right, right. Because this is a this is a lodge. But what, what, like, what, how long ago was this lodge lost for? How how many years? Over a hundred years. Yeah. Right. Oh. So it's like, so it's like their collection, except everything that they accumulated in the last hundred years. It's all it's all the yeah. rest of their it's all the rest <laughs> of what of, of what we see in our own lodge. All right. So we're gonna do another athletics check. We're gonna climb again. Let's mm -hmm. look for a third. This is where the 20. big fall comes. This is where the big fall comes. And he oh, yeah. natural one. You fail your check, which means uh, you will fall unless you catch an edge. Let me check that though. Climb. Critical failure. You fall. <laughs> That's basically is it, is it a 10 foot fall 20 foot fall oh no let's call it a 10 foot fall because <laughs> I have we'll call, a, we'll call it a 20 foot fall but i'll say you can catch an edge it doesn't matter like... it's a 10 foot fall i have cat fall everything is 10 foot shorter so i don't know oh, okay any damage yeah there you do it's 10 feet 10 so feet you... is damage yeah all right and it's and uh, it's catch an edge okay so now, okay. So now he wants to catch the edge. I mean, you don't want to catch the edge before. Oh, well, I, I, I don't want to waste time. So, is it okay, a dexterity right check, or is that yes. something you rule? No, it's a reflex save. All right. I don't know if you actually get to grab an edge, but I'll say you are prepared and ready. And success, you stop your fall. So you you critically fail, but you're kind of ready for it. So you grab the edge and you don't fall. Um, down. So you pull yourself back up and you can try again. Thorgrim's going to use his climbing kit and use his athletics to climb up there. Okay. Yeah, you guys get up there. Let's see, what does he get? And hey, you get a critical fail too, baby! No, nope, nope, nope. no, 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 yes. no, 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 Oh, I rolled a one. Yeah, uh, you rolled a right, one. All right, but hold Doesn't on. Doesn't matter. You could have as many pluses as you want. You fall. No, 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 no. But there's something <laughs> he about does the have kit, hero though. points. He has the kit gives you a plus one, so you got a nine critical failure instead of an eight critical failure. You still fall. Hold on, on a second. You use Disney a hero. Point. Hold on a second. Hold yeah. on a second. Yes. Um. Okay. So you, with the climbing kit, it's a DC five flat check. Whenever you, whenever you critic, whenever. Whenever you critically fail to prevent a fall, that'd okay. be a DC five. Oh. So, but that's oh, what I'm going to use zero point. Fuck it, I'm going to use zero point though. Okay. No, oh, I didn't know that. All right, no, on. no one's ever used a climbing kit before. I know. That's <laughs> so now you don't get to grab an edge. Instead, you use right. I'm just just a new roll. 
using a You're going to do a new roll. You know what's amazing? You got a 20, a 20, a 1, and a 1. It's ah. insane how that happened. And now you're rolling 19 really? to 20. You successfully Jeez. climb up. So at first he was like, whoa, whoa. And then he he, he steadies himself. and pulls like, look, himself at, look at me. I made it. You I made lower, it my ro- I lower a rope for you. Okay. Um, as soon as you get up there, in front of you, hold, please. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, a ghost appears in front of Thorgrim. Ah! None of you see this. You're still down there. This happens as soon as you get up and throw down the rope. So you're still on the lower platform, everyone else. And this one just appears. He appears as a portly man in the middle years with an oiled mustache, thinning hair slicked back and tied in a neat knot. He's dressed in attire that was the height of Chalaxian fashion from hundreds of years ago. He has a billowing silk shirt, polished silver breastplate, and black leather boots held together with extensively complex series of ribbons. He looks at the dwarf and says, I say, I don't suppose any of you fine people happen to have brought along a pot of tea and some decent leaves. It's been forever and a day since I've caught the scent of a decent cup. Oh, who might you be? Oh, excuse me. And he does a very flourished, complex bow. And he says, I am digging the throne. Nice to meet you, Sir Dwarf. Does that name ring a bell in any uh, way? That, that, that is absolutely the guy, dude. That was that was referenced prominently in that uh, bit of lore in that guy's diary. Mm-hmm. That like, like, he's like the guy. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me dig that up for you. That's in right. uh, Discord. Well, the place you're at is called Diggin's Rest. Uh, so. Hold on, wait. Where is it? Handouts. It, was it in the handouts? I'm looking at handouts. Uh, oh, there's two types here in handouts. Party items. Uh, I think I think it's in a party items. No, it's under Nick Knox because he took the weather journal page. There. Uh, but despite my frequent letters to the imperial governor, I fear my request will go unheard. Diggin Thrun and his ilk are considered heroes in the capital thanks to their efforts in in uh, protecting the empire's borders and quelling rebellion. Uh, rebellion. Uh, while I see more foreign agitator, so uh, digging through the continue. So digging through, we're uh, putting down the rebels for old Cheliax when it was an empire before it went all to the dark side. Demonic, yeah, yeah. I mean, dub diabolical. Uh, well, that's what me, I get at. That's, let that's let me see at. if one of my friends has some tea. Uh, I might have some in my back in my rations. Let's let's see. I'm gonna let because you're gonna spill it. I'm gonna let them climb up and spill uh, that tea. Yeah, I, I lower the rope to let these other guys climb up. Actually, okay. we're gonna try to get him to spill the tea. Okay, you guys can all climb up, and Mister Thrun is just sitting there twiddling his thumbs as you all climb up to the platform. You have tea. Oh, I can. I can. Uh, can I? I can press to digitate something. You could. You can make hot water. <laughs> That's yeah, half the battle. I right mean, well, we have I, iron I rations. I think we can just. That's true. Make, you could. You could flavor it. Yeah. Yeah, we have iron rations. Anything with some flavor should be. We could call it tea. Just call it really bad tea. 
he sees everyone coming. Yeah, here up. it is. So and he introduces uh, himself to everyone. He's like, "Oh, hello, Miss Digginthrune. Hello, Miss Digginthrune. Hello, Mr. Goblin Digginthrune. Hello, Mr. Halfman Digginthrune. Nice to m- meet you. Why? Ah, oh, pleasure, I'm sure. And he tries to like hold up your hand and kiss it, but you know he's a ghost. Wait, <laughs> what does a ghost need with tea? <laughs> I absolutely make tea. Uh, I can make a temporary object neg- negligible bulk. There's the teapot and the and the tea glasses. I can cool, warm, or flavor one pound of non-living material. So any water that we have, I absolutely warm it oh and flavor it like tea, God, and I make tea. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. I absolutely make tea. That I is my so good. Favorite part of this adventure. <laughs> that is awesome. Tea flavored water. I like it. Wow, I even have it. I, I even have it with a flourish because I could slowly lift unattended objects off the ground. So I even have it like like a Disney movie. I have it all like magically pouring and <laughs> like that. Do you make a heart with a spoon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, go make cappuccino with one of those little designs on them. Yeah. Okay, so Digitrune is super excited as he sees you making the tea, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I, I can't believe it! Civilized folk, how exquisite! Oh, look at this tea! Ooh, it smells delicious! I, I can't wait to try it! It's been millennia since I had anything even close to uh, well, civilized!" And he's all, he's all like fluttering around, mm. exciting, talking to everybody, and then I can presume after a while. You have the tea complete. What do you do? Um, we, we, we spill the tea, dude. Let's chat. We chat. We chat hard. Yeah. Yes. It's tea time. That's what you do. Okay. He, he uses his ghostly hand and manages to bring the tea up. And he sort of tries to drink it, except it goes right through him and dribbles Aww. down because he's flying over the platform like he's like on the open space so it goes all the mm-hmm. way down 30 but he still is just like in heaven and he's like oh uh, the taste delicious and the smell the aroma is heavenly thank you oh so much this is this has been worthwhile do you you folks uh, tell me about yourselves well what what are you doing here we are investigating what happened to this lodge. It's uh, fallen on times that we just want to know what's going on. Nobody's been here in a long while. Oh, yes. it's It's been a decidedly long time since anyone civilized made their way here. In fact, that's correct. The last folks were those pathfinders that were here uh, about a century ago. Well, shame how that turned out, however. He, this guy came before the Pathfinders? Hmm. I thought he was a Pathfinder. Okay. No, no I thought no, he was no, like no, a starting no. Pathfinder. No, 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 no. I am a servant of the Empire, you know. I was knighted for my efforts in quelling rebellion in these parts. The Empire rewarded me with land on the far side of the county and a responsibility to guard this region. You know, a bit of a barbed deal that was. How was I to feed in larger troops and protect a keep on the opposite side of the Empire from my holdings? I wasn't. And that's the simple truth of the matter. <laughs> huh. Did you know uh, Durvin Guest and Selmius Foster and all them folk? 
Hmm. I've heard their names, but no, I was much more involved in putting down revolutionaries. I have heard those names. I think those pathfinders that lived here oh so long ago used to mention them. But no, I never met them myself. What happened to you? Oh, that. Well, oh, hmm. Well, you see, there's this, uh, this devil. <laughs> you know, no food, no moral issues, and you don't need to worry about paying them until the job is well and truly done. So I made a deal with the devil to feed my troops and take care of the land because it was impossible otherwise. I, I meant no harm. In fact, I meant to... I made the deal to help out the land and the empire. It was the only way. Uh, how, how was I to know that agreeing and to be bound to the beast and to the empire's control of the region was reestablished and peace was returned was going to leave me stuck here for eternity? Ah, that's interesting. That does seem like a bit of an oversight, doesn't it? Yes, well, you know them devils, those deals. You always think you got the better end of the stick, but I learned at the hard way that I did not. It seemed only a matter of time before the region was reestablished and peace was returned. What's it been, 700 years? Still no peace? No Chiliax region? Nothing? Yes, the Chiliax that you knew is long gone. This area here is still pretty lawless, actually. Kobolds living in here and, and all other creatures. Oh, yes, yes. Those kobolds. Damn nuisance, I tell you. They keep coming up here and taunting me. Ugh. And the worst thing is, well, the devil, he's still here. He's up in the attic, you know. The kobolds started to show up and worship the damn thing. Wow. Is that what you say? Is is there a way? Oh, go ahead. That devil will take care of that devil or die trying. Well, and then with that, he flies right up to uh, Thorgrim with a bit of a flourish. He goes, well, you do seem formidable. Well, listen here, my friend. I have a bit of a proposition for you. You see, I can't leave this keep under my own power for as long as the devil is free upstairs. And he can't be sealed back up in that throne of his by anyone other than myself. So here's my proposal. I'll seal myself up in one of your, and he looks over to Mama and says, your wayfinders or another magic item of your choice. You head upstairs and confront that infernal bugger. Beat him in combat. And when it seems he's destroyed, he'll be weak enough to bind. What matters is that one of you place the item containing me up against his throne and speak the proper words, which I will teach you. That will seal that little bugger back up at his throne and put him at the service of the keep's proper owner. Once he's sealed up, place both of your hands against the object you seal me in and speak the phrase again. I'll be free to travel onto the afterlife I've earned with my service to the Empire. Once I'm gone, you'll be the Keep's proper owners. And with your own bound devil to oversee the place. What do you say? Klatu barada niktu. 
<laughs> yeah. very similar to the words you need to say. I see you're studying in the classics. Yes. <laughs> what uh, is the I like phrase? the Yes, that's the, that's the deal. Yeah, I was actually going to, Chris, when we talked, when we, I was going to ask him, is there a way we can help you and lay yourself to uh, rest? <laughs> so yes, there's, there's exactly. the answer right there. Yep. Um, what is the magic phrase? This, I, uh, my curiosity cannot uh, wait. What, what do we say? What do we say? What's the word? What's the word? Just say, sing it. Sing it out. Kalaktu, Naktu, Shurid, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> say every word, not every word perfectly, but you know, you got the gist of Close it. Close enough. <laughs> uh, he, he looks at you all and says, It's an agreement. The devil has been here as long as I. And as you can see, it's just a matter of time before more kobolds come up and worship him. I presume you killed all the ones below yes. here, yes? Dead. Yes. Excellent. Good job but those kobolds are nothing but a nuisance i'm surprised they didn't set fire to this book thank god for the magic protecting this library i will teach you the words and may i go into your wayfinder miss or do you have another magic item where i can be fit into so i can leave this area uh yeah i, I suppose you could you could carriage around in this wayfinder i suppose that's fine Oh, so nice of you. And he does a little flourish and bow. And he, uh, again, tries to kiss your hand. And you actually feel, this time, like a little bit of a ghostly touch. Oh, <laughs> kind of tickles, actually. And he says, All right. he says, this is fantastic. Oh, and to reward you beforehand, I, I believe there is some... Um, he goes on to explain up in the third level. He says, oh, by the way, here is a bag from over a century ago that was left up here. No one has found it. And it's sort of like wedged between some books. And he shows you oh. where it is. And he says, for helping me out, I reward you with this little sundry. I don't know what's in it, but I presume it would be useful to those living. And with that, he looks at Mama and says, may I go into your magic Wayfinder, please. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Thank you. And with that, he gives a little toodaloo wave and like zips right into the magic wayfinder. Like the genie in the lamp. Pretty much. Hey, wait, what did he give us? Did he gave us something? A bag. No, he showed you there was a bag that was kind of like wedged in between the books and... on the third level. And he was explaining that it's like a hundred years old and no one's ever found it before because it's kind of hidden. So cool. I hope cool. it's a bag of holding. Is it a bag of holding? Yeah, I remember leaving it here. Uh, I I opened it up. I forget what I, <laughs> you remember I forget, leaving it here? It's yours. Yeah, I, forget, I forget what I put inside. <laughs> that's, why oh, in, that's why you were in such a hurry to go through the room with the runes. You remembered you left it here. Yeah, you know, it happens. I was late. I had to run out. I was just looking for my keys, and then I just... You just dropped it. it and... Yeah. <laughs> of course. Inside, um, you find another Arconic Wayfinder. You find this piece of paper. To all, to all servants of the Empire, let it be known that the bearer of this deed is the rightful owner 
of the property known as Diggins Rest and the adjacent property, constituting a parcel of 40 square acres by the authority granted in me under the imperial decree as a humble and loyal servant of the empire, may its days stretch unending. This deed supplants all previous claims of ownership, title, and holdings of the property known as Dickens Rest, transferred to the organization known as the Pathfinder Society this 10th day of Erodus 4615AR. Signed and sealed, the Magistrate Arinia Arvraniaxi. Cool. Huh. Close enough. So that is over 100 years ago as I believe the current date is 4720. So that date of 4615 is 105 years ago. And Mm -hmm. it looks like that was the deed from the Pathfinder Society. You also find a wax-sealed envelope protected with a seal, and it's marked 14th Neth 4091. Oh, I know what that is. So that's yeah. from 700 years ago, it looks like. Wow. Letter. Yeah, I remember leaving it here. Um, I'm yeah, going to open it up. Yeah, I, I, I remember right. I didn't finish that letter. <laughs> Let's read that uh, I letter. It up. I might as well read you my letters anyway. Uh, okay, you break the seal. It looks like it was magically protected against decay, because obviously it's 700 years old. Mm-hmm. But breaking the seal is fine. Nothing happens. It doesn't explode in your face and anything. And there's a letter inside. Does anyone else want to read it? I, right. I think I can make out the, the text if you want. Go ahead. Yeah, this is harder to read than the other one. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's see. I, I'm used to looking at uh, Arbiter's handwriting and stuff. It's hard to read. <laughs> All right, let's see. It says, uh, my dearest friend, it has been too long since we last traveled to travel together. I know that Dervin worries the creature we met at the sealed gate may seek us out with ill intent if we ever uh, if ever our keys are gathered together in one place but i miss your kind face and humble smile oh isn't that sweet how fair things uh oh i see how fair things on the southern continent did your friends at the magayamba have any insight into the nature of the keys or the door selmius pompous buffoon that he is has traveled to some island that he believes holds answers. But as you and I both know, that one is a scholar and by no means a diplomat. Oh, I see. I fear for his safety far more than I hold out hope he will uncover anything. I worry that the time here in Cheliax will soon be coming to an end. I have no taste for the Empire's tactics in quelling those seeking more freedom and better representation and I fear my reputation may precede me in the eyes of too many aristocrats looking for rebels to crucify. Oh, oh dear. Uh, I intend to return home for a time, and from there on to Quantum. Perhaps the arcanist there will have some answers that will allow us to discharge this burdensome pact and travel together once more. Your friend always, Karina. Must be Karina Napsunar. Hmm. That's an amazing read. You have very good eyes. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so, some of the words were a little smudged after all this time, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, no. The the letter, do you recognize any of the names or anything? Or? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I recognize uh, Carmina, uh, I think. Uh, can I roll that society check? Sure. Or you can roll it if you want. Yeah, hold on. Okay. It's plus four. Society plus four. Um, so you look over this letter and you th think this was a letter to Gergoth Both way back when, like 700 mm. years ago. And you, you're not exactly sure who the other people are. Gregaro Voth? Yeah, Gregaro Voth. You believe that this was a letter to. Okay. Huh. We're talking about keys and doors. A door. What's that? I don't know. Might be in here. Hey, uh, um, what was this gentleman's Thrun. name? Uh, Diggin? Digger? Diggin Thrun? Darvin Thrun or something, right? Durvin. Oh, it was Durvin. Yes, that's not it. It's, uh... Diggin Thrun? Ghost. Yes. Diggin Thrun? Yes, Diggin Thrun is his name. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I got confused. So, uh, Mama's actually gonna pick up her Wayfinder on her neck and, uh, sort of tap on it a little. Uh, uh Diggin? Mr. Thrun? There? He, like, pops out. He's like, yes... Yes. Oh hey, we were looking in that in that bag there that you pointed out that apparently my friend left behind here. Um, and inside it it has some names I didn't quite recognize. Do you know a, a, a Selmius or um? Do, do you know any of these figures in this letter? Durvin, Karina, Gregdaro. Hmm, I'm not exactly sure myself. As I said, I wasn't so. I didn't have history with Pathfinders, but I believe these might be something to do with Pathfinders, perhaps. It looks like you were Pathfinders, and there was Pathfinders here. I presume this is Pathfinder-related. Um, perhaps uh, perhaps if you went to another lodge and looked it up, you can help. But I'm sorry, I unfortunately have no additional information on these contents. Oh, well, it's worth asking, I guess. Maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look it up. I mean, there's books around here. Maybe we can use these books to figure it out. Oh, these books. Uh, perhaps. I'm not sure. I have looked through it. It's mostly, you know, boring materials about the history of Galarian and the various areas. I mean, it was interesting for the first, like, 20 years or so. But after a while, it gets old hat. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to have to save it for when we get back, maybe to our lodge. Well, that's fine. So, okay, he goes back into the Wayfinder. So that's the only items in the bag, is that you find another Wayfinder, and you find an old deed that's 100 years old, and then this letter that's 700 years old of some sort. Otherwise, there's nothing else in the bag. So this actually, this property belongs to Mr. Peepers now. Right? Well, I mean, I, actually, I'm, I'm well, pretty sure that his. you didn't leave it here. So, mm -hmm. you know, must I be. remember it. It's a deed. It says the bearer of this deed, right? <laughs> I, I will share. Uh, yeah, it's a bearer bond, basically. That's what it is. Uh, I will share my property with all of you. Because I'm generous, generous that way. So generous. I'm generous that way. Mm -hmm. I, don't hear any, I don't hear any applause. I don't hear cheers. Where, 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 where's it going here? I think, I think we need to take this and the letter and everything back to the, yeah. back to the venture captain. Let's let the, them sort it out. Right. All right. I think we're ready to, to, to climb down. And yes. Yeah, let's stop. There's probably a searching in order here. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. 
If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die.